Fine and <laughs> There once was a podcast in the great internet of internets. It was called Fine and Dandy. Muy influential podcast. Podcast. You have to remember, folks. Where there's a podcast, there's a fine and dandy. All right. In a world of our own, let's go. Let's you, don't, you don't know where to go from let's here. Let's fucking go. Hey, we're here, though. Welcome back, fine and dandy, to all of our. Fine and dandians. Fine and dandians. I'd I'd say it's like you gotta go like maybe they're two separate types of fans. You got your fines and your dandies, you know what I mean? Like your dandelions and your like financials. <laughs> Alright, so we got two sides. Uh we got our financials and dandelions. That's may you start a war and may the dandelions win. No, no, no. The financials got to come out on top. Which side are you on? Financials <laughs> or are you the dandelions? See, because, like, dandelions are pretty and they're, like, nice and, you know, colorful. And they got a nice, like, liveliness to them. But That's like my side. My team. But, like, the financials, like, they're going on trips, dog. They're fucking running the world. They hate their lives. They do hate it's their lives. Boring. It's cool that they hate they're their lives, numbers. though. They're crunching numbers. They're doing coke, potentially, It's cool probably. that they hate their lives because they're the reason that the dandelions love their lives. All right. They're doing all the grunt work oh. to make sure that the dandelions can yeah. vibrantly show off their yellow. I think it's the opposite of the financials. <laughs> or, like, destroying <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> destroying the... Dandelions, what they are. No, 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 no. That's only that's <laughs> just big pharma speaking. Alright, we're missing a very important thing here. We haven't indu- we haven't introduced Doofles yet. And if you if you don't know, Doofles is a big part of this show. Doofles is actually the producer of this show. Um He doesn't have a lot to say, but he's an exec on the board. Um he's very soft spoken, so you gotta listen up whenever he does open a mouth that doesn't exist. Um and also, he really just brings the energy to the room. He's actually he's the godfather to my children. Um, he's a very respectful human being. Uh, I I see him as a human being because he identifies as that. So I mean, calling him a bag is pretty disrespectful. Even though he's in his bag at all times, Doofus is my guy. He brings the energy to the room. He's definitely one of those people you just you see, <laughs> you meet. He's one of those bags, you know. Disrespect. He's got all. He's in the top tier of bags, along with Mary Poppins' bag. Dude, her bag was like deep too. Deep she had a deeper bag, bag Dude, than. She could pull I don't up. know. I feel like her bag might have been deeper than Doofles. I don't know. Doof- Cover your ears, Doofles. But Doofles <laughs> is there. He's there. So everyone, welcome him. Cold. I mean, a warm. Oh, cold ass welcome. A warm welcome for <laughs> Doofles. Cue applause. We'll see if I decide to put that in later on post-op. What, an applause? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, everybody. Woo! <laughs> nah, so it's getting flashbacks, right? So if you, if you've been keeping up, uh, Josh and I moved into an apartment together. We used to live in a house and where our old studio was, and we had 
for the roommates. And I was watching something that was talking about houses, how they're always got a lot of upkeep. I was getting flashbacks, honestly. It was a lot of maintenance. And yeah, shit. dude. And it's crazy because in this economy, no, but for real, though, like, you know, this day and age, it's already hard enough to get a house. Right. Imagine getting a house and then you don't even think about it and realizing how much a house actually is. I mean, that was us, but, like, realistically, it's like, I, I'm not even, I guess not even just in today's market, but, like, re- like, honestly, if you're not looking to own a home, maintaining a home is a job in itself, so unless it comes down to, like, I should, like, this is the best price for me, da-da-da-da-da, I need to be in, a, like, a house, like, relatively a house that's not your own, like, that you're renting type shit, to maintain a house that's not your own is pretty fucking and to deal with a landlord on top of that that doesn't want to maintain it yeah it's just something to keep in mind for anyone who's thinking about getting a house i doubt anyone i don't too often i don't discourage it i mean relatively other than the bullshit that we dealt with i'm sure that should should we have had a like decent maintenance man should we have had a decent landlord (laughs) with some decent communication i mean i didn't I did not enjoy living th- living in that house. I mean, I I had some really good memories and stuff like that. It's just the fact that it was deteriorating from the inside out, and the owners of the house didn't want to do. Oh yeah, about no, that's it. what I'm saying though. Is when you think of a house, I think a lot of people just want to jump into a house because they want somewhere to stay. You know, especially if a family, you want your yeah. family to grow up in that it house. It also that like is. seems a lot more private than an apartment or oh, 100 percent, yeah, townhome or whatever. Yeah, but that's gonna come with. Also, sacrifices, you know. Sure. But know, also plumbing, air conditioner if it breaks. I mean, just utilities. Leaks. Is, is just the pay stealing. that you're made for make made for utilities is enough. To Paint. Be like fuck. Electrical. Walls. Yeah. Lawn care. It's a whole other, you know. Yeah, just utility. You're right. Utilities alone. But like realistically, it's not that bad. Like I guess it just comes down to. Money. No, not even money, because, I mean, where I'm at is, like, I personally wouldn't do it, but, like, you could always rent out a room in a house, you know what I mean? You could always rent out a fucking parking space in the driveway. You can always rent out shit from, like, having a house, I feel like you have a lot more ability to orchestrate business moves than an apartment where you're constantly having to deal with other people neighbors fucking people above you i mean yeah but even now dude if you live in i mean unless you're living out secluded if you're living in a suburban neighborhood you're still dealing with bullshit ass neighbors probably relatively but like not on the same level i mean i feel like the worst you're dealing with is something your neighbors telling you that your dog got in their yard or fucking your trash is in their yard or some shit like really like I mean, relatively, what's the worst that can happen? They mm. call the cops on you. I've had people threaten, uh, not me personally, but I, I like per- pers- known someone personally who their neighbor was threatening to like, like bring lawyers into it because their tree that was growing on their yard had limbs and shit falling into their yard. And I mean, it is what it is. Whenever people want to get like super particular about that, I mean that. I'm not saying that is or isn't, like, something that someone should have done or, like, an action that someone should have taken. But what I will say is that, like, it's got to fucking suck owning a house in the middle of two houses that are being rented out. Because every year you just get cycled out new neighbors and you have to talk to these people about, like, 
who they are, like whether your kids are safe and shit like that, like who is coming into the neighborhood every year and type shit like that. I can understand how that might be frustrating and that like if you've had some bad experiences, you don't want to deal with anybody like new type shit. Homeowners association is a whole nother animal too. True. If your grass isn't cut a certain way, no, I get it though. You want everything. You want property value to go up. You want everything to look good. Even if it's not even about property value, you want to feel like you made a good investment. And the moment that the house next door to you is rented out to people that don't care about that house or the neighborhood or you or anything, then that's the moment that you don't feel like you made a good investment. Because not only do you have to deal with these people for at least six months to a year. But now you don't really feel like what you bought is the same thing that it was. You know what I mean? You feel as if a new element or a new, uh, what's what's the word? Like variable has been added to your b- purchase. You know what I mean? It's not something that you wanted to purchase at that level. It's kind of like the, the movie Neighbors. Like they, they buy a house and then immediately the house n- next door to them gets sold to a fucking frat house type shit. Like imagine that. That's fu- that's gotta fucking suck. Oh yeah, no. Having I'm a bunch of shitty ass college kids next door to you just throwing parties every night while you're trying to raise a three month old little girl. Yeah, I'm sure think about that, like at UH, all those houses that are off campus. Yeah. That probably live next to families. A lot of those are frat houses, yeah. Yeah, that would suck. I mean there is the whole uh, like complex where they have that, but there's well, also that's people those who have what I'm talking about. Yeah. I I meant like Across the freeway and like behind that bus station type shit, those houses yeah. back there, they have some frat houses back there too from yeah. U of H. Yeah, that would suck. That sounds fucking horrible. Yeah, yeah it does not sound like the move. I was looking on YouTube though, and one of my goals is hopefully by the time I'm thirty, I think this year is my year to actually get my shit together. I'm, I'm already feeling. You, I'm already feeling it. You, <laughs> yeah, no, you can feel the. D- I can feel the difference though. Honestly, you know, I'm. Maybe it's because I don't have a car, so I'm going out less. <laughs> hey, but I'm working on getting it fixed, and I'm working hard, and I'm honestly, you know, moving into this new place has given me room to wi- to wiggle financially yeah. rather than uh, what I was dealing with in the old house. But hopefully by the time I'm 30, uh, I was watching this video, and th- he was talking about building – because the whole video was this dude building, like, a mini house, like a little cabin type of thing, okay. right? Like, got some land, went out there, cleared out, like, some space. And built a little, small little cabin. And uh, he said, my dad always told me, because his sisters, I think, or something like that, had bought, like, a house, right? For quite a bit of money. Like, I think she was paying, how much was it a month? I want to say it was, like, in the thousands for sure. But he's like, if you were to pay in the thousands a month, just on, like, property tax or whatever, or, like, not even just property tax, but your rent for the house, right? Because, you know, mortgage. most people, mortgage, yeah. So, I mean, he, the way he put it was, if you just saved uh, f- most of that, you could buy a lot of wood with that. And build a house? And build your own house. I mean, yeah, relatively. The, the But that's goes that's kind of the same argument with anything. It's like, why do you continue to buy groceries whenever you can live off the land? Because you're lazy. <laughs> <laughs> that is like, true. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it would cost you way less, though. To b- I mean, yeah. it would not in labor. I mean, you would be doing the labor. I mean, it may, it may even cost you way less in labor. Uh, no, depending I'm on if you... Talking about on your own body. True. What I'm saying is, is like, think about if you pay someone to build your house, and then for the rest of the time that you live there, you deal with the fact that they fucked it up. 
That's true. They're not coming back to redo that shit. It's done, motherfucker. This is your fucking pr- problem now. The contract is up. I mean, you could probably sue the contractor, but like relatively, that's your problem to fix, motherfucker. You can keep hiring people, or eventually, you could just put that fucking uh, hard hat on and go upstairs into the attic and f- see what the problem is. But like, that's what I'm saying is, is like, who knows how much of a like labor-filled investment you're making whenever you when you're talking about human error in these contractors and stuff like that it's like it only takes one like bad fucking what's the word angle on a two by four to be able to like bring a whole house down just depending on where that is yeah you can build a decent sized house for like 50 grand honestly like with uh with just like wood, all the wood that you're gonna need to get and all the bolts and shit, fifty grand you could probably build a decent sized house. I'm sure you could. Like a good size, decent sized one, the way you want it to look and that turn out. That's my goal ultimately. I mean, yeah, I am a little bit lazy now, but I honestly think it would be worth it rather than buying a. I mean, what used to be like a one fifty thousand dollar house in Texas has gone up to two fifty to three hundred thousand now. Yeah, I mean... So, I mean, and honestly, those houses are not my cup of tea. I mean, they're basic, just, like, eh, in a, in a neighborhood that I would rather not live in. I mean, I just think it just depends on what you want. Because relatively, there's probably cheaper houses in areas that you might enjoy, that you do like, that aren't in these, like, suburban-ass areas, like Bay Colony-type houses and shit like that. But like what I'm saying is is like think about a town like a a house that you could build yourself, not necessarily yourself like you're with your own bare hands, but like you buy a piece of land and you p- pay some contractors to build your house, you know what I mean? It'd still cost a lot. It'd still be above 50k, you know what I mean? Because it's not you doing it. But relatively you could make it how you want it. You could be involved in all of the architectural like plans you could be involved in all of it like you know what i mean it's like it's up to you you could easily go to one of these model homes and say i like this let me get one like it or you could be involved in all of the different like levels of planning for your home it's just up to what how much work you're willing willing to put in especially if you're willing to put in the, the amount of work to build the fucking house you might as well just take a step back let other people that do this shit for a living do this shit for a living and then just be as involved as you possibly can with the process so you can overlook everything that's going on as well as, c- like, make notes on things that you enjoy and don't enjoy about the process. I think I'll start small and build birdhouses. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then work my way up. Or gingerbread houses. Yeah, that's <laughs> the best start, honestly. I suck at doing that, too. So Really? Now, honestly, woodwork would be is always a good, like, I, I like woodwork, but I'm more thinking of like building a dining table rather than a fucking home. <laughs> hey, you know, s- <laughs> building a deck, building a, a dining room table. I mean, it's all a start. I'm not gonna lie, we should like build a podcast table. Like, w- imagine having a podcast table that we built with our own two hands. Yeah, and then we could film it, know the process, post it. Look, look what we did. I'm de- Wood's I'm not that expensive. I mean, it's a little pricey. Wood's not cheap either. You don't need that much build a podcast table like a decent sturdy Need one four legs <coughs> and like probably like four to five two by fours and then we need paint ah just throw a tablecloth over it i would like to like smooth the wood out 
You don't need paint for that. Smooth the wood out. Maybe gloss it over at least. I'd be fine with like a yeah, like but you don't need paint for that. Grade. I mean, yeah. Paint's a whole thing. Gloss is easy as fuck. Yeah, I, I want it to look. I mean, stop it, buddy. We Come could get we could give it that like old. What's it? What's the like the fucking um. Depressed wood at my mom's house. Yeah, give it that feel. Distressed or depressed? I forgot what it's called. It's probably distressed. I feel like more than de- depressed. Is the wood like sad? Is the wood? I mean, going distressed through? is like a similar word, no? No, distressed like would make more sense for like wood, like the wood's just. Why? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wood. I mean, wood is. I mean, technically, trees. I guess are alive. I'm not saying the wood's going through depression. Distressed. <laughs> it's distressed? No. Oh. Oh, not yet. <laughs> yeah, it's distressed wood. Okay. How to distress wood. How there to make lo- wood look distressed. There you go. How to make it look sad is basically what it's saying. Right. How that's to make it look... That isn't this, like close to the same thing as depression. That's why I said... To look old. That's what it is. So wait, Dist- old people are distressed. That's what it's saying. How <laughs> <laughs> to make the wood look old? Well, that's fucked. That's kind of funny though. This but like you're distressed. talking about like the glossy like type of look that the wood at my mom's house has on yeah, the wall. Yeah, just like I want. Yeah, type shit. My uncle made that shit. I can talk to him about. Yeah, it. Yeah, I like that style a lot. I mean, it's like rustic, but also like yeah. traditional almost. My dream house is like uh, is gonna. I want it to be a cabin. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little log cabin. Like I want it to be. Like, two stories, but small. Isn't the idea of a log cabin kind of fucking nuts? They just cut down a bunch of trees. Didn't even really, like, cut the logs up very much. They just stacked them on top of each other. Oh, yeah. Shitty log cabins are rough. Those are a hazard. It's also, like, yo, like, you didn't want to cut this shit to make some (laughs) angles right or some shit? Like, just literally just threw some logs on top of each other with some, like, what, glue? (laughs) But yeah, I want I want that style. I don't want necessarily like a classic log cabin. I would love though uh, to have that style. I want a two story, mm-hmm. and I want it to be smaller. You know what right. I mean? Like I want a decent sized living room and then the kitchen aside. I have vision in my head. Decent sized living room, like a like little open floor plan with yeah, a kitchen. Yeah, the bottom, the upstairs. I just would want want rooms. Like yeah. you go upstairs, and it's just it's like a townhome type of. Or a duplex, and that's what I meant. Almost, yeah. It's kind of well, like yeah. your kitchen and living room are downstairs, all the rooms well, are upstairs. I want that to be a little bit roomy, uh, open ceiling, more mm-hmm. so, glass windows at the top. But then you go up the stairs, and it would just be just the ro- like a single row of just rooms. the rooms. So and like maybe a bathroom. So like maybe like a bathroom. Are you talking about like a hallway where this room's on either side? Or are you talking about... Like you walk straight up the stairs. If you were to go straight up the stairs, you could go right or left. And then, like, literally in front of you would be the doors. Like, right in front of you, in when the stair, like, when there's, like, this, you're coming up the stairs, there's, like, the restroom right there, maybe. Potentially, and yeah. And then, like, if the you rooms were to go on either side. Yeah, if you were to turn right up the stairs, the rooms would be on the left side. If you were to turn left up the stairs, your room would be on the right side. Just, like, set up like that. So, where you just, you would go up there for just rooms or whatever, but, like, everything's downstairs. So, I mean, that way, you know, you're not taking up any space downstairs with rooms or anything. You're getting just a full open scope and space of just whatever you need. Yeah, privacy of the bedrooms upstairs. Upstairs, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I would personally like that a lot more. I mean, yeah, you'd have to go upstairs to go to your room. But I I wouldn't want the stairs. I just don't want it just straight shot. Yeah, it wouldn't be big stairs either. You know, maybe like ten steps. Three steps? No. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe like eight, honestly. 
seven or eight <laughs> steps just to get up there. Kind of like puts it up top. And like you'd have the balcony right there, so you could still kind of, when you come out your room, you could sit right there and look out the window. That shit's funny. I, I, I used to love fucking, like, when people would come over to my mom's house and, like, ask me where something is. I'm like, yeah, it's upstairs, bro. Just go grab it real quick. <laughs> Dude, his, his upstairs was two steps. Three steps total. I think it was two. There's four stairs. You take three steps. Well, the, f- the fourth stair oh. is the next level. So it's one, two, three, down and up there. It was really one step if you were to think <laughs> about it. <laughs> you could make it in one step. It was one step. And it was not. There was no need for stairs to be there. I maybe safety re- precautions. I, I mean, don't it's probably like a three foot drop, two foot drop, three foot drop. It's not two and a half foot. to three foot drop. Two foot. Nah. It's a two. Foot. That was drop. I'm telling nah. you, each stair is about like at least this tall, like half a foot to a full foot, and there's four of them. So like, I feel like it's a. At least three foot tall. Yeah, it wasn't that tall. It's a nice little drop off. My point, though, being back to what I was saying, is just having a house would be a lot. So it is an investment, and I would definitely put thought into it. Really take time. I think that is the biggest problem with realtors, too. You know, for most people, they're like, oh, fuck. This is where I'm going to live. So you really got to sell them on it. Or you got to be good at finding properties. You got to know good properties. You got to know your clients. Yeah, what I mean, they want to be able to accommodate. I think it just depends on the client because relatively, like, you might get someone that's the type of person that's like, I'm looking for a house, and they take the first thing they see. But there's probably just as many people that would not buy anything no matter what you show them because they're that picky and stuff like that. It's like, relatively, that's what I'm talking about. It's like, you could probably find a nice home for less than what you could build it for but like relatively it's probably better to build it mostly because it's yours it's how you want it it's not any issues that you have to worry about from like beforehand it's all your issues type shit from the building of it but like also um what's i gonna say man it's making me lose my train of thought um also what i was gonna say was is that if you do purchase a house type shit it's always interesting to me whenever they talk about like this house was built in 1901 and shit like that it's just like well i'm glad it's lasted this long but how long do you think it's gonna last me motherfucker (laughs) yeah looking at it now you know i guess at one point it's like oh this is a piece of history but when you think about it do i want it to be a piece of my history though (laughs) no thank you that's just probably deteriorating i mean there's old ass houses Shit from the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Still up and about, and you're like, oh, fuck no, I don't want that shit. Right, and I mean, like, it's probably super, like, what's the word, classic and antique and stuff like that, but relatively, it's probably something more to marvel at than live in. <laughs> I think what gets me, though, when I, what I was thinking about with, like, just house ownership is that's a milestone in life, I would say, especially these days. A milestone for people. All I'm saying is, doesn't matter whether you buy a house, build a house, or have a house built for you. Relatively, a house is a house. It's going to have its issues. There's going to be maintenance involved, and it's going to fucking suck. But right. it's all about finding a home. This isn't a whore house. <laughs> this is a whore home. They live here. <laughs> they live here. <laughs> They're whores, but they live here. It's different. 
No, what I was saying though is I think getting a house is a big milestone in people's lives. You know, especially these days, you get a house. I made it somewhat, you know, right? Like to that next step that I guess most people think they should make it, it to is getting a house. It's for sure a milestone a because it's like, I'd say it's for sure a milestone for the fact of like the the population, the homeless population necessarily. It's kind of like saying like I I made it to here. You know what I mean? I I, I could have done this or that or that or this and been a part of the homeless population but now that i'm purchasing a home i must have done something right or something like that you know what i mean it's probably some notion of a thought process of saying like can't nobody take this shit away from me type oh, yeah. shit for the majority of society you had to work hard to get a home R- like your own ma- home yeah. type shit not renting or anything like yeah, that Yeah, to maintain it to have a mortgage on the house but the thing is, you know, you get there and you think to yourself, I made it. And then you realize, oh, shit, I still got all the shit I got to do, you know. Right. But I feel like that's with anything in life. Like, exactly. But that, that, was, that was what I was getting around to. It's just, you know, we always think, oh, once I get here, mm-hmm. this is it. Right. But then you realize, fuck. And there's, it just brings a whole new set of responsibilities. Yeah. And even it, it, not even just that, you know, you get a house and then, you know, you're going to want to start a new project. It's, I mean, yeah. Y- that goes in with the responsibilities, but just always having something else yeah. to look forward to or something else to set. You know, if you have a house, instead of maybe, you know, oh, fuck, I got to fix this or I got to fix that. Maybe finding, like, projects around the house that you can do, you know, finding hobbies. There was someone, man, I wish I could remember. They were telling me about their dad, how their dad just could never, like, sit down. That's how my dad is. Like, could never, like, late, like, like, wouldn't sit down till like, the end of the day they were done. Like, he would just be up all day. My dad wakes up every morning at 4 a.m. He goes to the gym to swim and take a shower. He comes back home. He takes a 30-minute nap before he goes to work. Well, now he's working from home, so basically, I don't even know if he naps anymore. He might just clock in after he showers. But, um... As soon as he's done with work, he'll wash the dishes, vacuum the rugs, uh, do all of the laundry in the house, go water the plants outside, maybe even go back to the gym before he cooks himself a meal. After he's done eating, he'll wash the dishes again, uh, clean the stove, fucking clean the counters, clean the tables, clean whatever else needs to be cleaned before he sits down for about 30 to 45 minutes. Then he'll <laughs> go to sleep, L- literally. <laughs> like that's my my dad's day, like every day, <laughs> pretty much. But I mean, obviously on weekends he might go out with friends or like go see some like old coworkers or some shit. But like r- relatively, like this man doesn't like take breaks. Is he retired now? No, I just said he goes to work every oh. day. But like, no, at this point he could he could have been retired since. What's Five years ago, he's still working because he doesn't ne- like really have much to do with his day other than necessarily the things he already does with his day. <laughs> Even with working a full time job, he still does all the things he wants to do just because he wakes up early as shit and gets his workout and his cleaning out of the way, takes care of his work and then has the rest of his day to relax if he wants to chooses not to because <laughs> there's probably some other shit he wants to get done, like wash the car or fucking this man is like honestly <laughs> insane the way that he like goes about maintaining his house. It's perfect. Like th- like honestly I've I've seen h- issues in the house before but like they were like pr- 
freak issues. It's nothing like that you could tell was like he let go for a while and then it like accumulated. There's none of that. That's goals though. Bro, it's super goals, but it's also like that you you really get a s- when you see somebody that like moves like that, you really get a sense of like, damn. I better enjoy this rest I'm getting now because I ain't never going to get it <laughs> again type shit. Because that's exactly what it is. Every milestone, whether good or bad, ha- brings its own set of responsibilities, its new set of goals that you want to set. Whether it's having children, getting married, buying a house, fucking retiring, finding a job. like It doesn't matter what milestone that you talk about. There's a new set of things that you're responsible for when that milestone hits. And that's just, like, in addition to everything you've already been responsible for and everything you've already been doing that's been stressing you the fuck out <laughs> and putting you into a place of, like, uh, what's it called? Debilitating anxiety and shit like that. It's just like, all right, fucking back up the Brink's truck. I, I could use some more stress. <laughs> just always think, like, I know I'm not the only one. You know, you look at, like, a mess. You're like, I could clean that. <laughs> And then you go lay in your bed. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I mean, I've, I'm my dad's the type of person to walk up in somebody else's house, see a sink full of dishes, and just start washing them. That's literally insane. It's kind of like, if it was me, w- which it has been before, it, it seemed like kind of, damn, like, fuck. Like, is it that bad <laughs> type shit? But for, for him, it's just like, no, nah, I can't bear to see it. I can't bear to see a dirty mess. I can't bear to see a full sink. I can't bear to see a fucking pile of laundry and shit like that. See, I'm getting better. See, this is where I'll say this year is different in the sense of if I see little messes on the floor, Mm -hmm. I'll clean them up. Laundry is still a work in progress. I'm getting better. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I do it definitely frequently, but I'll still let it pile up a little bit, which I wish I was doing it more frequent. Right. But then there's also, you know, water that comes into play. You're using a lot of water in there. Not to be that guy, but, you know you're doing just like every day you know what i mean well yeah i mean but multiple times a day not necessarily i mean i isn't doing a load every day the same thing as doing seven loads at the end of the week i guess yeah you know what i mean so like if you maintain your laundry it never stacks up so even if you're doing a load every day you're using the same amount of water as you would when you let it stack up and it's just not even just doing the laundry it's whenever you're done oh dude there was a tweet it was like uh Clothes washing in the washer, 20 minutes. Clothes drying in the dryer, 60 minutes max. Clothes waiting for me to put them up, three weeks and two days and seven hours and dude, 45 minutes. That is <laughs> that's the – dude, you know you've got the discipline when you take them straight out the dryer, fold – And put them all straight dude, up. My grandma folds them as she's taking them out of the dryer. I'm like – you're better than me. <laughs> You're a better person than me. I mean, I'm starting to do that just so that my clothes don't have, like, dog hair all over them. Yeah. But that's about it. Honestly, just having a washer and dryer in unit is something that I'm not used to. So I'm trying to take advantage of it. That's fair. Lived a whole year and a half without fucking washer and dryer. It definitely <laughs> is those little things. It's hard, man, though. It's hard to really just look at li- look at everything you need to do and just... Knock it all out. You know, you know you need these. You know how many ideas I have on the daily I, I forget to write down yeah. or I know I need to work on? Whether it's, okay, I want to get my diet better, right? All I got to do is sit there maybe for a couple hours, really just like plan it out, write it down, you know? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, what is it? What's the Boy Scout thing? Like something about preparation? It's just be be prepared. Be prepared. <laughs> be, be prepared. That's it. Be prepared. But uh, I mean, there's another something about saying. preparation. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a saying though. It's you know like ninety five percent of whatever is preparation. Well, it's just a uh, thing. Like there was an old saying. It was something. It was either that preparation is the enemy of performance, or preparation is the companion of performance. I don't remember what it is. But basically, they're saying you can't perform without prep. And if you try to, you're going to fail necessarily most most of the time. Success is where preparation and opportunity meet. That's one of them. There's multiple about preparation. That That's definitely a big one right there. By failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. That's another good one. But, I mean, it's just, you know, sitting there and really just knocking out whatever you need to do instead of I'm guilty of it big time of just – thinking about what I need to do. Oh, it's an alliteration. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Proper preparation <laughs> prevents <laughs> poor... <laughs> say it one more time, though. One Proper preparation prevents poor performance. That's not the one I was thinking of, though. Success? Uh, no, there was, uh, like, a... Regardless of all that, just actually sitting there and realizing what you need to do and just knocking it out right then and there has got to be the most difficult thing, especially not only whenever you, let's say you have your job, you know, and most of us these days are just tired because we're working to live, basically, at this point. And then, you know, like adding in things you really want to do, I think is so important, and a lot of us forget to do that, and it is exhausting. But I mean, doing this is what honestly keeps me like going at times, is knowing that I'm putting efforts at least in towards something I really want to do, rather than knowing I'm just like going to work, doing a bunch of bullshit, and coming home, or going to school for a bunch of bullshit I don't want to, and being able to come and do this podcast really like helps me like know that at least I'm putting some efforts towards what I really want to do. Right. And I think in life, I mean, not even just that, but I think, you know, you should knock out all your your daily activities, whether it's doing the dishes, wiping the counters, sweeping, mopping, fucking vacuuming. You know, maybe you're cleaning the couches out. Whatever the case may be, cleaning your room, doing your laundry. Mm-hmm. Also, for whoever needs to hear this, fold your laundry. Do your laundry. I know someone out there needs to hear it. Also, you're doing a great job. Little by little, clean that room. All you peeps are beautiful, and you're doing an am- you're doing amazing. Just remember, keep it up. Little by little, even small steps are still small steps forward are still is still progress. So, don't let anyone get you down. Don't let the fucking world box you in. Cause fuck it. But finding hobbies, I think, is also a good part. Like, it's a good thing to do, you know? Finding things that you are working towards. It helps to keep you on track somewhat instead of just falling into that abyss of just the same old going out, drinking, working, consumerism, basically. Working to spend and spending to work, you know? Rather than just doing that, finding things that you really enjoy. And I'd say even I've gotten – I've been there where – are you good over there? Mm-hmm. Just looking up quotes. I'm trying to find the one, but there's this is kind of fire. It says the power there is power in understanding the journey of others to help create your own. Oh, I like that one. I agree with that one a lot, actually. 
understanding other people does help you understand yourself a little bit more. Also understand your place in the world. That's also true. But just, I mean, whenever you're working towards something that you truly love, like, because, okay, I was going to festivals for a while, but it would basically put me in a tight situation financially. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I loved it. That was something I really loved to do. But then I realized, you know, it's also was making other things a little bit harder. And, you know, sometimes you got to make those sacrifices to really make your life what you want it to be rather than just going and having fun and enjoying yourself. You got to have a bunch of different things that, you know, you realize what you're doing. And then how to, yeah, like you said, finding your place within all that as well can't be held captive by the fear of failure or the fear of what people may say. See Kobe Bryant with some bangers. Were you just looking at Kobe Bryant quotes? Yes, because there's one that I was trying to find, but I can't find it. I've been looking at I'm like, damn, I've been talking for five minutes straight. I mean, I'm listening. I know. I was like, <laughs> are you going to chime in at any point in time? <laughs> I mean, like, you're not nope. like, I'm not, I don't disagree with you. What do you want me to s- say? The same thing? <laughs> yeah, dude, just. Actually, pull the exact same quotes that I did. actually pull the exact same quotes. <laughs> Real mature, dude. You'll find the quote, I believe in you. No, it's not on here. It's gay rod. Totally gay rod. Can you say that anymore? Is it still like? I think that's frowned upon. Is it? I don't know. I feel like it's pretty silly, though. I feel like it was always like a silly way to be discriminatory if you were trying to be discriminatory. Like, like if you were trying to discriminate some someone, like saying that would make you look like a silly person. I feel nah, like. what it was, I remember. When I don't remember the rod portion of it. No, nah, I remember <laughs> exactly why. Like it happened. It's because you'd be like, someone would be like, "You're gay," which I don't know why it was an insult. Kids are assholes, but. People like, you're gay, and then you know, a kid like gay means happy, so I'm happy. And you're like, yo, you're gay, right? Yes. Like, but what does that and even then mean? That solidified it. <laughs> that but, but was like, the what is that even? Like, I understand that kids would take it like, <gasps> but like, what does that even fucking mean? <laughs> I don't know. Let's figure it out. But yeah, no, that was to solidify. You're not it. just gay. You're gay, you're Rod. Also a fisherman. You're gay, Rod. <laughs> Small cart with loud exhaust. What? That's on Urban Dictionary. That's what a gay rod is? Yeah. And then they have a quote by Rod Stewart. <laughs> 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 I was surrounded by gay men <laughs> in the 70s. All right. A nickname given to A-Rod of the New York Yankees. Gay Rod. I love that. An idiotic person. Used when someone gets on one's nerve and or does and says something stupid. I like the quote. Shut up, Josh. You are not funny, you gay rod. That was the quote. I love that. It but says, if you know the enemy and know yourself, you need not fear the results of a hundred battles. A thousand battles, a thousand victories. Know thyself, know thy enemy. Sometimes your enemy is yourself. And sometimes knowing the best and worst parts of you can lead you to find the way out of your current situation. And sometimes your enemy is the government and capitalism and bills. Damn, this is kind of fire. It says the supreme art of war is to subdue the enemy without fighting. Victorious warriors win first and then go to war, while defeated warriors go to war first and then seek to win. Goes back to preparation. I mean, that's all it, this is about, yeah. Yeah. Prepare. Preparation is the enemy of fear. 
I mean, I couldn't tell you though how many times I could just if I would just sit down. I tell myself all the time. I have all these thoughts, and it's just too many, right? I'm like, if I really, and it's hard for me to focus. That's the thing. I sit down, and I lose it all. Yeah. If I were to actually just sit down, hone in on it. Yeah, write it down and just like take some time for each thing I needed to do. Oh, I'd knock shit out, that shit out so fast. Susie Kasim once said that doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. I'd agree. This is j- I'm just this is m- just me uh, like a podcast yeah. of me just reading quotes at this point. I, I basically <laughs> has the same shit. This man's just looking up quotes and just saying shit. Hey man, I like these though. They're fucking motivational. They're making Inspir- me, they're getting me in the zone, dude. Inspiration. You know what? Motivation. I'm prepared to motivate about preparation, dude. Prepare. Preparation. <laughs> no, but really though. Be prepped for your prep test and prep prep. Prep, prep, prep. The more you look into it, the more you like work on something, you realize, you know, it's how much that goes on behind the scenes. You know, it's not even just because there's times where, you know, we might release an episode or you might watch something that someone did and you're like, ah, that wasn't great. But I think you take notice in the effort that people put into things sometimes. You know, just that's what people notice most of the time Mm -hmm. is how much, you know, how much, okay, they actually took time to do this and that. And sometimes things do turn out shitty, and you think to yourself, damn, you put all that time into something so shitty, like The Room, but somehow it still <laughs> turns out to be a masterpiece. In its own way, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, no, like, whenever you think about how much time and energy goes into anything, it's like, all you need to do to, like, have a accurate depiction of that is just watch any Hallmark movie and roll the credits. There's over, like... 500 people that work on this piece of shit <laughs> yep. like you know what i mean it's like that's every movie and most of the time those people are different it's not i mean obviously you have your outliers that it's like they're so good at costume design that everybody wants them type shit because they're gonna sh- pop out and everything but like relatively like costume designers are pretty like unique to a certain movie because of the connections that they had to get there that's very true with but that yeah on top of that it just goes to show that like talent isn't unique to one person necessarily. Everyone has their own vision and can like be talented through that vision, and that vision can be utilized in a unique way. In costume design, fucking production, fucking whatever it is that y- your field is in necessarily, there's always like new ways to see things and be able to create an avenue for yourself in the way that you want it to be created. Also, with that being said, uh, if there w- is anyone out there who wants to add to our 500 people to create this production, <laughs> we would love that. Um, We've got a total of two right now. Three max if you count doofs. Doofs or deuce? Doofles. Doofs. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, if anyone wants to help out with editing or animation or graphics, please. We'll pay you in love. No, nah, I mean, I will pay. <laughs> With, you know, what was it? Uh, there was a meme. It was like, no thanks. I just take, uh, what's it called? Whenever, like, an artist just gets, like. Credit. Credit. Like, yeah. What Photo creds. No, no. Like, whenever you just, like, like whether it's a musician or anything. Exposure. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. 
we'll we'll pay you an exposure. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there's, there's a meme was like, no, someone they tried giving me money. No thanks, I only take exposure. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No thanks, I'm good. I only need exposure. That's how I pay my rent. <laughs> how I pay my bills actually. That shit was <laughs> that shit was funny. You're like, I mean, I don't, I don't. I don't know, 20% uh, on 285, that's pretty good. It's like, yeah, but percentages don't pay my bills. Money does, asshole. That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, no, but for real, if anyone wants to work on uh, on our help us work on this project, please reach out. We would love to have some people. We've been, I've been asking around for so long. No one knows anybody, and even finding people who are willing to work on the project is tough. So if anyone would love to help us take this thing to the next level. Better get in on the ground level, son, because if we have to teach ourselves this shit, then it's over for y'all. <laughs> I'm already kind of doing that. <laughs> I've already basically been doing that. So well, I mean, we have on like a basic level for like the production level stuff. But like as far as animations go, as far as fucking better video software editing too, goes yeah. as far as not even editing i mean like editing's like not that hard it's just to come in, like it comes into like having a better software to be able to like do this shit on hand having someone here in studio to like ha pull this shit up for us run the computers run the fucking cameras to make sure everything goes smoothly instead of us w stopping a 50 minute podcast or hour and a half long podcast just to figure out that the camera wasn't on for the first like or the last like forty five minutes, or that your laptop won't <laughs> save the recording, or that something didn't like the fucking phone wasn't plugged in, so the cam the phone died or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's always an issue. There's always a technical difficulty that could easily be resolved by one person just spending an hour in this bitch with us. We've had people who said they'd be willing to do it, but no one's really willing to do it. Cause we they just don't need someone with technical experience as well as the ability to like connect with us and like want to see our vision because i mean relatively we're not asking for a whole lot i mean it's more than just that it's also being here on mondays or wednesdays depending on whatever day we end up recording but that's up to us to be able to schedule it out you know what i mean it's not on them yeah but then i mean even when we do schedule it out at the time, like, oh, this just came up. I forgot. I, mean, it's, I guess that's always a possibility, but relatively, you just got to be more professional. Yeah. Everyone. Us and Agreed. whoever we're yeah, referring to. And stuff too, yeah. I mean, because it's like, obviously, we're not asking anyone to go outside of their, like, way. But, like, if this is something you're interested in, if you want to have, like, a career or even a livelihood in technology or fucking media or fucking youtube or whatever the fuck you want to do i mean this could just be like a starting point and relatively it's like the only way to improve is to be professional and that's with anything yeah we're reaching out as we have for multiple episodes so please and thank you uh remember find stuff you love continue to be creative be more of a generous person if you can uh try to help people out be kind thoughtful Go to war, whether decide whether you're a financial or a dandelion, and go to war. You're, you're a dandelion. You team, go to war. Team dandelion. Go to war. Go. I said go to war. I think that about wraps it up for this episode. Hey, y'all take care out there. Catch us next week. Finding dandy. You know, you know. You know the vibes, baby. You know, you know. You know, you know. You know, you know. And who knows? Maybe if you or a loved one are dealing with the effects of mesothelioma, 
you may be entitled to compensation. If you are a loved one, <laughs> suffer from owning a home. That's all I have to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> nah, but uh, honestly, thank you guys for watching. Like, comment, subscribe. Have a great week. Be nice to your fellow humans. And fuck yeah, find a dandy. Later.